Hey everyone, it's Alicia too, and welcome back to NotFest Heavy Conversations. This is a special episode where we're going to dive into the latest music offering from the one and only Slipknot. But before we do, it is my pleasure to introduce today's panel, Stafe of Mellow, Tori Kravitz, and Daniel Decay. How are you all? Hello. Good. Woo! Hanging in there, Woo! you know? <laughs> Hanging in there. I feel like we have a reason to be amped because we are going to be talking exactly. about a record everybody has been waiting for for so long as Slipknot have dropped their first album in three years since We Are Not Your Kind. It's their seventh studio release, The End, so far. So let's dive right in. They shared how it contains soundscapes from different moons around different planets and that it would fucking freak people out. So did it freak any of you out? Where are we at with this? What are your thoughts on the album? John, let's kick it off with you. All right. Got to start with me. Great. No pressure or anything like that. Uh, no, I mean, I think that this is a really sick record. I think that it's an album that they can be very proud of. And I think it's an album that if you like Slipknot or love Slipknot, there's a lot in here that's going to get your uh, your boat floated, I guess, so to make up a metaphor. Um, because <laughs> like when you've, you've got a like, Yen is my favorite track on this album. It's got that moody kind of like uh, 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 sinister atmospheric vibe to it, which they bring back a lot through this album. I mean, even starting the album with Adderall kind of shows you that this was going to be an album that wasn't going to be at least conventional by Slipknot standards. Of course, we've still got that keg hits and the mosh parts and guitar solos in there and everything like that. But there's a lot, lot, lot to like in here. And I think a song like Medicine for the Dead halfway through the album coming through here is just like, man, I, that's probably been one of the standout songs for me aside from the singles. And I think that the more people put into this album and the more they listen to it, the more that they're going to like because even like I, I don't know about you guys I've only been listening to this album for four days since it came out I didn't have a pre-release or promo or anything like that um, but like a song like Acidic the first time I listened to it I was like eh, I don't know if this really belongs here but the after like two or three listens I was like you know what that's actually pretty cool and I'm glad that they stuck it in here so I think that the more that people listen to this album the more that they're going to love about it. Right. And Tori, I see you nodding a lot to many of the things that John was mentioning there. So I'd love to get your take as well, what you agree with. Yeah, dude, it's so funny because John mentioned so many of the same songs that were standouts to me. So I'm just going to tack yeah. on to what you were saying. Yeah. I mean, I think what was really cool about this album for me was that the track list is so masterfully ordered and balanced. Like there's just great peaks and valleys throughout it. So I think it's one that's really great to listen from start to finish. Because it's like, it allows every song to stand out. You're not getting slammed in the face with too much heavy all at once. And you're also not being put to sleep. Like it starts with Adderall. Like you said, John, such a standout track because to me it built like a lot of suspense because you know it's a Slipknot album. You know it's going to get heavy, but you're just like waiting for it, which I thought was a really <laughs> cool, like unconventional way to start it out. But I thought like to me as well, some standout tracks, like the, the grouping of having warranty, medicine for the dead and acidic again like you said John three of my all-time favorites having them together and having them all be so different back to back was really cool too so you know as I get older I get more into like the experimental deviations of a track list like I like the weirder yes. shit but then there's also people who are like give me Iowa 2.0 so this appeases everybody I think that's what's really cool about this album no, I definitely feel like there's a good yin yang to it. And the moment that we actually started this Zoom call, the first thing that Tori mentioned is I'm digging this record. Like, let's dive <laughs> in, <laughs> which is always so fun for me to see. So and now let's throw to D to get your take on everything. 
All right. So the general read in the room is that everybody fucking loves Adderall, right? Mm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, just to keep keep on that theme for a minute. Um, we all know what they can do. We know that Slipknot can sound like Slipknot. I think it, uh, it's not only a perfect way to start off the record. It's not like it's not that far removed from some of my favorite things about like bouncy bass lines and that like major vocal patterns. Like this is the kind of music I love. This does, doesn't even feel like that weird of a departure, like stepping into a weird zone. It's kind of more of an acceptance of we're fucking Slipknot. We're masters. We've been doing this long enough. Like good tunes is good tunes, baby. There's no issues. Um, that one two punch that into the dying song total like Metallica, like, uh, like battery into master vibes, like epic one, two punch. I'm all yeah, about yeah. that shit. The, the theatrics of it. Um, I, I gotta say, I know it's been mentioned before, but medicine, medicine for the dead. There's a reason why we're all mentioning it. Um, super vibey. Like you said, John, like perfect, perfect placing and like mastodon like vibes, like super, super dark. And you know, it's like kind of, I want to, I want to tap my toe a bit. I don't, I don't always <laughs> need to be like, you know, totally wrecking my neck this, this late into the game. And, I thought it was really well-rounded. I think there's a lot of cool lore about it, like being the last Roadrunner record. And I just think that the yeah. band, the whole the whole story of the band evolves with this record. And yeah, stand out on bass. V-Man, that clarity on that bass tone, bouncy bass the whole time. It's fucking sick. Really, really good sounding record. We all love ourselves some bouncy bass. Yeah, for me, the record oh, yeah. is just sonically destructive in an amazing way. There are some riffs that just hit you over and over the head again and again. Meanwhile, though, there are moments which almost vibe a bit more as atmospheric as we were discussing um the experiment with electronica a bit more there are even hints of indie rock in there on a track like we mentioned adderall over and over um but what i love i think the most is how you hear it and you still know exactly who it is you know that it's exactly what they want to do they had the creative freedom throughout all of it and that's why you can't be mad when these people are out here saying hey it took them three years for this this is why we waited you know it's, it's different and it still sounds like them so uh, i think the other thing too is that they're still delivering on the cryptic yet fascinating lyricism and those earworm choruses with every single track so for me I, i'm absolutely vibing with this record i'm glad that it's a little bit different because then again it shows growth within a band and for those like tori mentioned where you want to kind of have those old nuances it beckons back to other records too so i think it has that really nice balance yeah, that's a really good point, too. And uh, kind of like DK was talking about, like, I know, at least in the early days, like right when the album was fresh, there was a little bit of hemming and hawing about like, what are they doing open with a like atmospheric track like Adderall or something like that. But like, you go back to volume three, and that same conversation was had with the prelude track on that one. And that's just a ridiculous ridiculous intro to get you in before the blister exists goes um and like a song like yen kind of harkens back to something like uh a vermilion medicine for the dead i feel like has some prosthetics vibes in it you know so there's all of these different versions of slipknot throughout their career in this album that then they do new stuff with it. Cause like, we haven't even talked about Desade yet with Corey yeah. Taylor doing his almost like Miles Kennedy start yeah type of bit. <laughs> and just like, I would not have expected that from them. And like towards the end of the, tr of the album, and it's a long album too. It's about an hour long to have a track like that, still be able to stand out and catch attention and do stuff that hasn't been done on the record to that point so far, I think needs to be commended. 
Absolutely. No, it's a fun record when you listen to it. You can bop around, beckoning back to those bouncy bass lines. And there are times where you can thrash and other times you're just chilling out. And I think that, again, going back to just having those different nuances and takes from their from their discography, I love to see it. You know, it brings back little bits where you're like, oh, this does remind me of that. Oh, I've never heard that before. So why not mix it up, especially when you're at a stage in your career where you can? You know, everyone's going to end up wanting to listen to this record. So screw it. Do what you want to do. That's what I think it's all about, really. I love yeah, all the head I'm nods. with you on that. <laughs> and I think what's cool too is like, we all know Slipknot has such diverse influences, like so many different genres. So like to, to any fans that are like kind of gate, gatekeeping the situation saying, no, we only want like the heavy stuff. It's like, listen, listen to the songs that you like from it. You know, the people who are wanting to kind of listen to everything, listen to everything. I mean, like For personally sure. speaking, I thought aesthetic was so cool. Cause like there was blues and there was grunge and like, there are points where I almost heard Allison Chainsy kind of energy in that song. Mm. And every song seems to have that kind of like, there's so much happening in it. And it's, I thought it was sick in that regard too. I think, go ahead. (laughs) No, Alicia, please. No, please, please take, (laughs) take it. It's all yours. I just, I just really, I just really think we need to give some major props. Like everyone who keeps coming back to everyone saying, you know, stepping outside of the normal styles and a lot of experimentation and being themselves and hour long record, all these things like big props to clown for being like completely in tune with the musical world as it evolves constantly. The band has followed music in, in a way that where Slipknot is once again, the biggest band in the world. It's very, very fucking cool. And, you know, I, I love, I love musically where this album's at. It embraces everything that the band is based on at the core of being a heavy, aggressive, different band. And like, so like modern, modern sensibility. What's that production? It's gotta be, I had to check it on a second set of headphones. I'm like, this, this sounds way too good on these cheap headphones. Then I put on good headphones. I'm like, oh (laughs) shit. This, the dynamics are unreal. The clarity, I can't get over how intensely clear it is. There's no peaking. There's no clipping. It's fucking beautiful. It sounds awesome. Yeah, Yeah, it is. Oh, oh, go ahead, uh, Tori. (laughs) No, I was just going to say, it's such a good point because there are some bands where like, they've been around for so long and people only come back to the older releases. And obviously Slipknot have, you know, duality, wait and bleed, all the songs we know and love. But it is a whole other ball game to stay relevant and to continue releasing music of this caliber. So agreed, yeah. mad props for continuing to release great stuff that will probably reach legend category or so, I hope. Yeah, and that's a, an amazing point too, is because like we haven't even talked about which of these songs is going to destroy live, right? I mean, half yeah. of this album, you could just like put it in and mix and match at any night on any uh, continent and it would uh, absolutely destroy. Like, I don't even think we've mentioned H377 either, which is just like an absolute <laughs> barn burner of a song and Corey's just spitting those lyrics or yes. something, you know? So just okay. like, um, I mean, I would, I, when I saw them a couple of weeks ago, they played the dying song and as I thought fucking destroyed like everybody was going nuts um but then like I cannot wait going back to medicine for the dead having just that lull that atmospheric kind of lull in the concert to bring people down before bringing them right back up again with I don't know the heretic anthem or something like that not that the Slipknot's gonna listen to me for set list ordering or anything <laughs> like that but it's a good yeah, suggestion though yeah well they can take it for free I, I won't mind yes yeah, so <laughs> many of these songs uh just like you mentioned Tori uh despite all of you know your high plagues and before I forget and everything like that will fit in a live set and still go off uh like a house on fire 
Yeah, I think the beauty too is if you know the new record inside and out, or if you're going to these shows and you haven't been able to familiarize yourself with it because it is so hot and so fresh, like they're gonna start throwing these in and mingling them in between those classic, fantastic, legendary Slipknot songs. And even if you don't know them, they're so catchy and hook laden, those melodic uh, choruses, every single track, you can headbang, you don't need to know the lyrics from the jump and you're gonna leave just having that hymn in your head the whole night. So it's really cool to just think about what it'll be like to see them live and how they'll kind of forge their way into these new set lists. So Dying Song is the only new song in the set right now. I just I just looked, right? Dying Song's okay. the only one. Yeah. I they, saw you they peeking to played. the side. That's, yeah. dude, that's, 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 <laughs> wow. pretty, that's pretty significant. Like that's, uh, that's very telling as to what uh, they, might, they might be planning. That's pretty cool. They're very you know methodical. There's, there's, uh -huh. the, I, think, I think the general consensus and I saw on like the internet, the, the vibe was like more new songs in the set. Like they're only playing Dying Song right now. I mean, the whole record's out. Um, that's why we talked about it on, on you know, on, on the show a couple of weeks ago. I brought it up. I'm like, you know, the album comes out in the middle of the, the set. Like, are they going to change up that new song? Are they going to like add a second one? And will there be two sets? So I'm waiting to see. I'm waiting to see some, some more of those songs live. They're really fucking awesome on the record. I can't wait to see what they do with them. Mm. I think the greatest part is we always know that Slipknot have something crazy up their sleeves, whether it's going to be releases, tour announcements, weaving these new tracks into there. So we're all in that same page, that same level where we're just kind of waiting for that next bit clamoring. So I can't wait for it. I know all of you can't either. For everyone watching, don't forget to pick up your copy of The End So Far. It is officially out now. And of course, visit notfest.com not only for more exclusive featuring Slipknot, but also to get your tickets to the very current Notfest road show taking place this fall as i always sign off just thank you so much for watching not this heavy conversations and a massive shout out to the incredible panel we have week after week this week featuring stay puff mellow tori kravins and daniel decay i have been alicia toot and we will see you next time everyone thank you so much bye